We are talking about the prison of those who lacked brotherly love. We have just begun 25 days of prayer to prepare for the new year. It is an international program for our church and the people that follow us in YouTube. We are living at the end of times, and the church must prepare itself to confront all the sorrow and tragedy that are on the way. The only way that the church can prepare is to bear the fruit of the Spirit. Take note about what I am going to say. The only way that the church can prepare in face of the wounds that are about to strike the people of the world is to produce the fruit of the Spirit. It is thanks to the fruit of the Spirit that we will overcome the powers at the end of times. I'm talking about things that the Lord told me. Someone called me from a foreign land. He told me, Brother Aston Adam Maya, your testimony is disturbing me. We don't know where you get all these details, things. I don't believe in all these things. I said, Brother, do not be disturbed, for you are not a member of my sheepfold. I testify only for the salvation of souls that the Lord has given me presently in the local church in Congo and those watching around the world. The Lord said, My sheep hear my voice and follow me. There are souls that are destined to be changed and saved thanks to my ministry and my testimony. The souls that are destined for me which the Lord was prepared for me will hear my voice. I am not interested in people who refuse to believe because I am not sent to them. After leaving the prison of souls that made a commitment and failed to keep their pledge, my soul was troubled. The Lord said, We are to visit more chambers of hell for there are souls that are to be saved, thanks to this report. The Lord told me, You're going to tell the bride to prepare and be ready for the time has gone by. I'm at the door. And very soon I will reveal myself to the bride. Only those who are preparing, watching and praying that will encounter my glory. I was sad looking at the Lord in this place, where piercing screams of damned souls were coming from all the directions. I kept hearing crying sound of lost souls that did not leave me the same and indifferent. As we were moving to the other chamber, the Lord said, You know many will not see my face because they did not learn to love their neighbor. I love you my people, but you must love one another the way I love you. The only way that you can prove that you really belong to me is by loving your neighbor. If you are wicked towards your neighbor, you will never see my face in my kingdom. Brother, if I don't have a love for you, I will not see the kingdom of heaven. The Lord said, Man is responsible for his condemnation. The direction we were moving in this place was leading to a massive gate like an ancient city of the Old Testament. The ancient gate was rusty and old. Quickly I noticed the drawing of a human heart in the middle of this old rusty gate. This place was dark and this gate seems to be heated in extreme temperature. I noticed that the human heart that was drawn on the ancient gate was really dark. This in order to illustrate the heart of the souls that were stuck in this chamber. Guard your heart with all diligence, for from it flow springs of life. Proverbs 4:23. And I saw on the ancient gate the list of offenses committed by souls that fell in this chamber of hell. The Lord pointed His finger to show me all the writing on the old gate. I was stunned to discover that the writing was in Aramaic, a terrestrial language. Jesus said, Don't be surprised for all the languages are created by my Father. I saw that I was able to read this language though I have no knowledge of this language. My sense beyond the grave was really advanced and perfected. The damned souls inside the enclosure were souls that have committed crimes written on the gate. I kept hearing the screams of souls that were in torment inside the enclosure. The first crime and offense on the list was souls that looked at themselves as if they were more just than the other. Brother, you are not more holy and more just than the people you judge and scorn. This attitude is a sin. You are not more perfect than the brother that you look down on. The second crime and offense on the list were brothers who failed to support fellow brothers. They were closing their eyes to the poverty, vulnerability, and weakness of others. And they had their eyes focused uniquely on themselves, deliberately ignoring people that they could help. We must learn to assist in carrying the burden of brothers and sisters. 
There are brothers keeping money in the bank increasing their saving, ignoring their neighbors that are in basic need. Many are failing to realize they should bear one another load. Galatians 6 2 bear one another burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. The following crime was the souls that could not bear the prosperity, promotion and breakthrough of others. They are always in pain and vexed in their hearts when someone breaks through and is promoted. Whenever a brother or sister dressed in a good garment, they tend to downplay and say it's good but it's not good. They talk negatively when something positive happened to a brother. When people prosper around them, they become negative. We must learn to rejoice with those who are rejoicing and share brothers' happiness instead of being sad because of their prosperity. Romans 12:15 Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. The next crime on this ancient door was people who entertain rancor, animosity and wickedness in their hearts. They were also those who don't mind the brother and those who don't tell the truth. Although they were witnessing evil before them, they failed to speak when evil is prevailing. Leviticus 19:17 You shall not hate your brother in your heart. You shall surely rebuke your neighbor, and not bear sin because of him. In this list, there were those who refused to be told the truth, those who could not bear the truth. They were also brothers who wish ill to their neighbor. They were happy when evil befell their brethren and their neighbor. They say, the Lord has punished them. Proverbs 24 17-18 Rejoice not when your enemy falls, and let not your heart be glad when he stumbles, 18 Lest the Lord see it, and it displeases him, and he turns away his wrath from him. My dear, we should never wish ill to brethren and our neighbor. Instead of wishing ill and cursing those who offend us, we must forgive them. Yet we keep saying God will punish them because we wish them ill. If the Son of Man has accepted persecution and rejection, how come His disciples would not accept persecution? My dear, we should not wish people ill because they reject us. In this chambers, they were also those who no longer love their marital partner, though they continue to live together. In many marriages love has dried up and what is left is formality. They were those who hated people under some pretext. They were also those who have stopped doing good because of the treatment and abuse they suffer from people. In this chamber, there were those who love people because of profit and interest. They were also souls who love only people of their race, their kind and their tribe. After reading the list of sins that led down souls here, we finally entered this chamber through the ancient gate. I saw that there was a rain of fire falling in this landscape. The spectacle was unbearable in this place for nothing was as usual. It was horrific, something never seen. The place was like a forest that was burning in flames. I began to smell flesh that were burning. And I saw people burning like coal in the flames. Demons were lining up with these souls. Then we moved above the splashes of lava. Finally, we came face to face with a soul that was in his cell undergoing unbearable torment. Even when the fire of his cell was rising, he was regretting and was saying to himself, why did I hate him up to the point of harming him? The Lord said to him, Love is first and foremost loving those who offend you. As the Lord talked to the man I looked at him as his head was lifted up towards us, and we stood above his cell. He said, Lord, I am happy to see you in this place. I know that you have come to set me free from this place. Lord, you know that I have endured and bore those who offended me a lot. And I was tired of forgiving the same thing for the brother continued to offend me. Despite my patience, I decided to deal with him. I developed bitterness. The Lord said, when you have a good heart, whatever the treatment you receive, your heart will be constant. I asked the Lord, what has he done to fall here? The Lord said, he was engaged, but his friend was continually smearing him to his fiancée. His fiancée was rebuking him because of the things she was hearing from his friend. Since his friend kept gossiping and smearing him, he went on to lose two consecutive fiancées because of slandering of his friend. When he got the third fiancée, his friend wanted to sabotage their engagement. 
This is when he got angry. He went on to demand that his friends stop his slandering. He broke their friendship so that he would not sabotage his engagement with his fiancée. He did this to prevent the smearing and slandering he suffered from him. He published the photo of his friend on social media to break his friendship. This is because he was tired of forgiving the wrongdoing of his friend. When we forgive, we have to bear the injury. Love is about burying the wounds. When you say something to someone who took it badly and misinterpreted, you have to bear him. When we went to the next cell, I saw a damn soul inside a cell of iron bars that was like a cage. His chest was bumpy. I saw shadows that surrounded him and they were piercing him on the chest. They were saying one after the other, I told you this and that but you would not listen. We forbade and told you not to do it, but you went on to do it. When the soul saw the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, Master take away this chest of mine for I cannot bear it. Jesus said, when you were alive, you never wanted people to tell you the truth. You should have borne the people that were telling you the truth. How many people have you chased away from your life because they told you the truth? Whenever you misbehaved and people rebuked you, immediately you get angry against them. When people tell you that you are doing bad you label them your enemy. You think those who are your friends are the ones hiding the truth from you. Yet friendship implies telling the truth to one another. When your friend failed to tell you the truth, he is not your friend. Many people like their friends to live with them in lies and hypocrisy. The one that loves you is supposed to tell you the truth. When a friend of yours keeps quiet when you are misbehaving, saying I saw that what you did was wrong but I did not like to say it, he is not a friend. The one who loves you is the one to tell you the truth when you are on the wrong path, even if you won't like it. But this soul was hating people who were telling him the truth. He thought he was always right. Beloved, often people that observe us are the ones that know us. When they make a remark about us, they can be right. Don't see yourself always right in your own eyes. This man fell into hell because he could not bear rebuke. Jesus said to him, You rejected those who tried to bring you back to the right path. Sins are found in your heart. It's too late for you. I was watching this man with the Lord. And I said, Lord, what has he done? The Lord said, He was scolding those who tried to advise and bring him back to the right path. Whenever a person tells him that he was wrong, he would get angry against the person. The Lord said, The shadows that you see surrounding him and piercing his chest are the people that were advising him when he was alive on the earth, that he chased away from his life. The Lord told me, when someone tells you the truth about a fact, the words that he tells is already a judgment against you. When someone tells you that you are wrong and that what you are doing is wrong, when you refuse these truths because of your heart, understand these words of reproach and rebuke that you are rejecting are themselves a judgment against you. And these reproaches and rebukes that you are rejecting will appear on the day of judgment in order to condemn you before God. Therefore be thoughtful when someone tells you something. Then we saw a soul that was tied in his cell. I learned that he no longer had affection in his heart for his father, for his dad never recognized his achievement. The father was radical but mediocre. He was behaving so badly that his children could not bear him anymore. But this one had built hate in his heart towards his father because he was using violence against his mother. He caught his father in the act, cheating on his mother. This man had hate towards his father in his heart. And when he died, he fell here. I saw a lady in this place. She was married and used to commit abuse towards her husband. Due to her behavior, her husband could not bear her anymore. He tried to advise her but in vain. One day, her husband invited her friend and her big sister to tell them what was happening in their matrimonial homes, hoping that they could advise her and she would listen to them. But when these people left, this lady got angry against her husband and said, Why did you call these people here? You told them every secret happening in our house. We could have managed all these disagreements between us. From that day onward, 
She had anger in her heart against her husband and never repented from that attitude. She was still in her matrimonial home but love was gone, like in many homes. The Lord said, When you lose love for your marriage partner, this is already a judgment for it is written, you will love your neighbor like yourself, how much more your husband. Love is irreplaceable. There is love you show God and there is love you show your husband. 1 John 4:20. If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar, for he that loves not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Ephesians 5 22-33. 22 Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. 23 For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. 24 Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. 25 Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. 26 To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. 27 And to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. 28 In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. 29 After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. 30 For we are members of his body. 31 For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. 32 This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the Church. 33 However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband.